a regular read of the latest LGBT+, trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of Drag Race UK. Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and we're here for a special episode of Season 4 of Girl to discuss... RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5, which has just been announced, and we've just got to meet the queens. As usual, I'm here with Thotter Stew. Hello there, it's my favourite subject, so I'm very excited. (laughs) And of course, we've got him back. We got him back from the clutches of the gym, I suspect. It's Jim Bunny Glenn. Yeah, no, it's weird that like, I've had to miss two episodes, but don't worry, people, take down the posters. I am not dead. I am not missing. <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> we, we, we had you on um... the milk cartons and everything. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> yes. Uh, now, yeah, we've recently had the Meet the Queens. We finally got them. And it's it's quite good with this one because, like, I think with a lot of the previous seasons... Like, I, you know, because of leaks and stuff and because of, like, certain gossipy people who might be on this very podcast, we tended to know all of the queens before they were officially announced. And then this one, I've been pleasantly surprised because I was like, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that. And somehow I managed to dodge spoilers. Has it been the same for oh, you guys? No, I already knew all of them and then Stu ruined part of it for me. <laughs> as as he is wont to do. I'd like to point out, Glenn at some point asked me a question, so I gave him the answer. No, no, you accidentally gave me an extra answer that I did not ask for. Yeah, so it was just like, oh, what's the time? Oh, it's 2.30. Oh, and this person goes home third. You're like, what? <laughs> what's yeah. that, Stu? Hey, look, if you ask a question, I give you an answer. It's not always the answer you want. <laughs> I quite like this yeah. cast, though. Like, it, it, like you said, it is a little bit of a surprise. I mean, there's... A lot of good names in there, and they have been on the scene for a while, but they maybe aren't necessarily the names that you initially thought of, which is quite good. And it's quite a bit more diverse than usual. Not yeah. super diverse. Not location-wise. Not location. <laughs> Don't get me well, fucking started. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think they're getting better at at least not just casting sort of fashion queens. Hmm. Um, and, you know, there's... You've got a few different backgrounds in there. I'm quite excited. So I, I think it's quite think good because you because you got people like Alexis Saint Pete who basically describe themselves as effectively sort of like you know high energy and sort of like you know like they're going to be doing death drops. They're going to be doing like everything they can uh, lip sync. And then you have got people like Ginger Johnson who's basically a theatre queen. And it's just like oh, those are pretty different. So it's this idea of like how's that going to play out. I love it. I love watching. I love watching them get put in the challenges they don't think they're going to do well, and then a lot of them just smash it. Like we had Danny Beard last season, who obviously is funny, and we know that Danny can sing. Mm. Earned a load of looks though. Like Danny's never been known for being bad at look, but you wouldn't have expected Danny to be the number one fashion queen of that season. However, did very well. Mm. Uh, but then you know, also. Also, you expected you would have expected Danny to like smash snatch game and then just froze bless them. Yeah, I mean, when the pressure's on you and everyone's got that expectation, the one challenge that you think is going to be the one that you'd win, you're probably not going to win that one. You're probably going to win the ones you don't think you're going to win. We see that a lot, though. Like we we see it a lot, especially in the US edition, where you get people who are just like, "Oh, I'm a comedy queen, so as soon as it gets to a roast or a comedy challenge, I'm going to be amazing," and then the pressure is so real that they just go, oh, oh, actually, I'm, you know, 
you know, it must be intimidating when this is the thing that you've bigged yourself up for and then it is actually there, you know? So it's a dangerous a, game to play. It's an absolute crime that you can never survived that roast. Like, oh. that was hilarious. Like, I'm not like, nah. It was, <laughs> it was so bad that it was good. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they were bombing so bad, which made it even funnier. <laughs> it's just like, like, nah. It was it was literally the you're the one bombing that was great. I, and then, I will and then <clears throat> and then Rue, you're such a fashion icon, can you stand up? <laughs> 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 and then we never seen the joggers again. Uh, can, yeah, yeah, hold on, can you stop attacking my queen, please? Like when I when I eventually we managed managed to meet we her, I was, was speechless. <laughs> I was, I was speechless when I met <laughs> good old Utica. She, that was honestly that was not shade. That was genuine. Like she she was so accidentally funny in that in that uh, roast. <laughs> like so good. The Bob I Ross, however. I she love is the one Bob Ross. I stand Hoban. by the Bob Ross. She is one of the ones that Hoban comes back for um UK oh. drag con. Oh oh yeah. Yeah, I would love to see her. Can you imagine? Can you imagine when we do DragCon if I lose my voice again? Like, it'd just be like, that is literally, that's divine intervention. That's basically, that's that's a a deity being like, shut up. (laughs) I'm uninstalling your grinder for a month beforehand. No grinder in December. What? We're going to move you into a a sterile ward (laughs) that's like air sealed. I'm freezing him. I'm putting the velvet snatch on ice. You're now going to be the icy snatch. Oh. <laughs> I, I love the idea that it's like there's people asking me to do gigs and stuff in December, and I'm just like, I kind of think maybe I should just lock myself away so that I have a voice for DragCon. <laughs> At oh. least for the first two weeks of January, you're not yeah. allowed out the house. Oh. I have to admit that, like, I don't know any of the queens from this. Like, I haven't had prior experience of any of the queens except for Kate Butch before this and so it kind of makes it exciting because i think my favorite thing about like drag race especially in the uk edition is being surprised so you kind of get you know like like we had like last season where you watch the meet the queens and you kind of go oh well i formed this kind of opinion of them and then you just get totally proven wrong or in the case of danny well the problem is with the front runners we were just like going oh we expected them to do well, and they really did do well. Okay, well, that wasn't really a surprise. But then it was the other people where you're like, whoa, they're way better than I would have taken them for. True, true. I think we... we see, we had we had the exact opposite with last season, though, because there were so many names that we already did know. Mm. So, you know, the expectations were, well, of course, Danny Beard and Cherry Gorgeous are going to go at the top. That yeah. just goes to say, not that anyone else in the cast wasn't good. It was just... Those are two of the biggest names that you would yeah. expect, you know. This it, season round, it is a bit more fun to me. Not shitting on any of the girls this season at all. Not saying that they're not going to be big hitters, but you know, those are two of the biggest names in UK drag. Now we've got people who can make themselves the biggest names in UK drag. I quite like that. Yeah, I don't like. For me, I think one of the names. It's like the holiday. Well, like, you know, Michael Maroney, like, you know, which gear has him in the Grand Can. Like, what I'm quite curious to see is the how the Grand Can acts of, like, you know, your holiday sort of drag shows and how that gets put onto the RuPaul stage or see if it's completely different in a gig or a RuPaul stage vibe. Is it going to be, like, completely different and new? 
So it's quite exciting. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. One thing that I'm really excited for is the age. Like, it's the fact of we have a lot of queens in this. Like, who who do we have? We have like you know, we have queens that are over thirty, and we have is it Michael Moroni who's like thirty nine or thirty eight? Yeah. And it's like that's what we need because I've I've complained forever that it's like oh, it's loads of twinks, yay, you know, and it's wonderful because. I I think it's I'm expecting some typical UK drag like you know the the amazing yeah. sort of you know cabaret style the the funny the sort of really OTT that's what I'm wanting so I'm I'm really excited for people like Ginger Johnson where I'm just going this is going to be camp this is going to be really camp and I can't imagine that they're going to be doing a death drop every week so yeah I just think we need more representation for the older queens you know we do. We've got Where? we've got three over thirty this season, so it's a good start. Mm. Well, should we use our lovely article on the Girl Global website and let's go through all the queens and see what we think of their entrance, well, their first picture look, and what we know and want to know. Right. Okay. Is that that's on girlglobal.com for people to? We'll put it in the description as well. But yes, girlglobal.com, and it will be one of the featured articles on the homepage. I think. Is. Yeah. Well, let's have a look. Glenn, would you like to uh, be the yeah. moderator? So let's start off. This is a name I've actually seen around quite a bit from um, certain gigs from certain people. Mm. So Alexa St. Pete, 28, London. Yes. What What do we think, Val? I, I actually really like this because what I was doing is before we started, I was like rating their sort of like open you know their meet the queens look and this is probably my favorite one like it's it's one of those ones where it manages to be diverse enough but it's still meeting the theme because the theme was like quality street wasn't it like yeah yeah what a bizarre thing but it's very british but yeah no i love this look like it's just the the orange and the little what are they what are they called the the drapes <laughs> you know what's it called when you've just got like you know the, the the drapes from the back of the dress to the hands but no i absolutely i i love the look i have heard of her before i was asking you before we started whether we spoke to her at DragCon, and we couldn't remember which is not really good on my part we spoke to too many people at DragCon. it was that was so it was actually exhausting because we were just like who who have we we've just spoken to billions of people and you don't want to be insincere but at the same time you're just like yeah that was a lot of a lot of talking uh no i'm i'm really excited for this because she's so high energy like it's this idea of going and um, i think that'll do well on drag race i kind of think that maybe she might be the black pepper that if she if she's ever in the bottom she's just gonna keep you know winning the lip syncs i'm i'm excited for it too but the look is good like you know the, the if the theme's quality street, it's quite hard to do a good look, I think, looking like a sweetie rapper. Mm. Uh, you know, there's only so much you're going to be done with it. But the way that Alexis did it is it's showing who Alexis is as a performer to me because that's a dance outfit. You can see that straight away. Yeah. You know, that's an outfit that you're going to twirl in. And I think she came across quite well in the Meet the Queens, personally. Uh, there is a lot of energy. There's a lot of personality. And I like that, you know, we've got someone that's representing that they've came to the UK. And they've been bragging the UK, so it's a little bit reminiscent of our Theresa, where, you know, they may not have been born here, but their drag is in the UK. Mm. And that's quite nice. I like that. And I'm I'm quite fond. I'm looking forward to seeing what Alexis pulls out. How about you, Glenn? Yeah, yeah, I'm same. I quite like the fact 
like, you know, obviously you've got someone from Poland originally, moved to the UK, established here. Luck is absolutely amazing. I am curious to see how they get on in the competition. Like, I don't know, like Alexis Sempe, I can't, I know what she's like on a stage as a dancer and a performer, but then how would that go into a comedy challenge? Curious. Um, But yeah, I think, yeah. Alexis I mean, St. Pete, turn it out. My my prediction is, because I don't know how funny she is and I don't know how, how she is as a person, I kind of... I, I'm going to be shady and kind of go, maybe she's not going to do too well in the challenges that aren't looks-based, but then she's going to keep saving herself if she is in the bottom. That's my prediction. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So number two on the list, we have Banksy from Manchester. I actually, this was actually my favourite um, video to watch for the Meet the Queens because mm. I quite like that they are the very first one who came on, said they're Manchester, but then kind of went back and covered that they're originally from Wigan. Wigan doesn't have a drag scene, so they moved from Manchester, moved to Manchester, and now established there. So I quite like that. They've yeah. touched on them Wigan roots a little bit, but are, are selling themselves as Manchester. Well, I, I'm really annoyed at this, where it's like, you know, I, I've had loads of rants online, which is un, unlike me. I don't tend to rant, but it's uh, the fact that, you know, that, that the diversity this year is not there, if I'm perfectly honest. Like, they're trying to sell a lot of the Queens as being from the northeast or Newcastle or County Durham, but then they haven't worked here for like a decade. And you're just going... What, is there not like a ruling that you need to either put your place of birth or where you actually work? And the problem I feel is if they put where they work, everyone would just be London. And I think that's not very representative of the UK. I mean, at least with Banksy, she's Manchester and we know that Manchester has an amazing scene and at least it's further up north than London. But yeah, but it is strange though that it's like, hang on, how is, you know, like how would... Um, Oh, you know, Michael Moroni putting Newcastle, even though they've been in Gran Canaria for like 15 years, yet Banksy doesn't have to put Wigan, you know? There definitely needs to be some consistency, I think. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, obviously, we love Chorizo, but it's like, why wasn't it Valencia? You know, it's like the idea of, and if they feel like they're representing their place, then why haven't they been back here for like, you know, years? It's it's shady, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just annoyed that when we have all these amazing things, we have a season here which doesn't have any Welsh queens, doesn't have any Northern Ireland queens, doesn't have any Scottish queens, and all, most of the queens work in London. And I'm just going like, oh, really? Like, you know, because I was gutted that Gladys didn't make it. What? Where is Gladys Duffy in this lineup? Like, they would smash it, and it. I'm as annoyed as she is. I think. I I would I would say though with with Gladys, for me, I always wanted her to be on season six because she's the Bianca Del Rio type, and that was, you know, <laughs> that was the season for Bianca. So I'm I'm hoping that it reflects the US season, and that you know that's when we get our Gladys. But enough yeah. about that. Yeah, we are sorry. talking about Banksy. You have gone off the rails, you bald biatch. <laughs> I Banksy. really I really love Banksy. Like it's the sort of thing of you know, what what isn't there to like about this, aside from the Meet the Queens look? Um the but it's the fact of, you know, they're non-binary, they're from the family gorgeous, it's they're from Manchester, which is an absolutely amazing scene. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. I will say though, it's probably my least favourite of the the what are they called the the, the sweetie rapper where it just 
I, the problem is it's meant to be a quality street, but it it just makes me think of sandworms from June. It just makes me think it like, you know, it's got the colored things. And I'm just like, why is he come as a, like, it's like a sandworm is eating Jesus. And I'm just a bit confused by the whole look. Is fact, that not campus tits, though? It, it is, but you know what? It's not the intention. Like It's like, you know, unless they made some kind of weird jump from quality street to June, <laughs> you know, it's... Well, see, for me, looking at it, it, for me, it's a combination of of uh, Quality Street and Roses because obviously there's the like rose sort of looking ruffle. Mm. So I don't know if was it directly Quality Street or was it just Sweetie Rappers that they got told? Because I I heard it me, was Quality Street. Okay, well, in that in that case, it's 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 half halfway there for me. Yeah. But I think you know if, if you told me that it was just Sweetie Rappers, I would go, oh yeah, she looks like a combination of like a roses sort of tub and. The quality street. Totally For not me. sure why the Jesus reference is there, though. In you know, in context, <laughs> but I don't hate it. For me, I get a bit of an Alaska vibe from their look, but I don't know if it's just because they get tall and skinny. Um, but also, the only thing that I don't like is the the makeup. Like, where is the contour? Where is the drama? And it's a very, oh, I don't know. Like, I just feel that face is very plain Jane looking compared to the rest. And yeah, I'm a big makeup person. Like, if someone can paint well, like they win, they get a sit in my heart forever. Mm. But I mean, if, hopefully... you, if you're going to you know, you've got a crown of thorns. You you want the rest, of the drama got to continue, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. like you, said Stu. I think it's half there. Yeah, I think I think though with Banksy, when you get to see the looks on the show, I can imagine we're going to get a lot of good looks. Like, well, that's that's what I'm hoping for. I think that's the thing. I think I think the fact that they're a family gorgeous puts my expectations maybe too high a little bit. So I'm I'm worried that, you know, they're not gonna be as brilliant as I think they're gonna be. But I've heard a lot of good things, so I'm quite I'm quite excited, if I'm honest, about Banksy. Mm, so next in the list we have Caramel. Yum yum. Oh <laughs> my god. This is honest to God, one of the most beautiful looks that I've seen in a Meet the Queens promo. She knows her body. Mm. Like it, it's yeah. the perfection. Absolutely love love that. And having the black trans representation, finally. Always good. Like I mean, took five seasons to get there, but you know, we've got <laughs> it now and hopefully that's a good start. I oh, I I like caramel. I'm I'm ready for caramel. I don't I don't really have anything bad or any negative critiques of caramel. I'm just excited. Mm. Yeah, I think they're going to kick ass, basically. Yeah. Um, the look is definitely hitting the mar- mark. Like, it is sweetie rapper, but personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone likes the poppy finger. Is is that what she's meant to be? But it, it, the, the look is very, like, it's giving very, like, literally caramel and toffee. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's in the sweetie box for me. She's definitely not, like, the coconut one. Love a good finger. <laughs> no, I also you, think you require can... more than one, though, don't you, Glenn? You can't stop at one. <laughs> anyway, Velvet, what do you think of caramel? I'm really excited for the look because I like. I I was I was gonna say I don't know what sweet she's meant to be, but I absolutely love just the the look in general and the fact that it's giving me wonderful Tim Burton Catwoman vibes. Uh, 
yeah, it's just that the personality, the ponytail, it's like, I'm, I'm really excited. But the fact is, I don't really know anything about them. You know, it's this idea of I don't really know anything about what, you know, what kind of performance she does or whether she's funny. And it's like, you know, obviously we get a bit from Meet the Queens, but it's still... You know, I, I, I think this is a wild card. I don't know which way she's going to go in this. So I'm kind of excited. You know, where, you, you know where you said Alexis St. Pete, you can imagine if they end up in the bottom, they'll yeah. never lose. That's, that's my vibe with Caramel. Mm. I feel like Caramel's going to probably have these lanes that she's really fucking good at. Yeah. And then anything she downfalls in, I imagine we're going to have a lip sync assassin on our hands because mm. she's a performer. So I could, you know, when you kind of root for someone, but you also want to see them perform. So you can like, well, you need at least one or two weeks in the bottom so we can watch you. Yeah. That's how I feel about Caramel. Like I need that story arc. I mean, the problem, the problem I have is that I just don't want to see her in the bottom full stop, because if we're going to be perfectly honest, Drag Race has a nasty history of, hey, here's a first for the competition. Oh, they've gone home immediately. Righto. You know, and it's just a bit like, hang on, like, you know, because it happened with like Victorious Scone, where it's just like, oh, finally, an AFAB queen. Oh, goodbye. Right. Okay. You know, like I mean, she, she left due to an injury. But then when she came back again, it was... Well, you she know, got the top, the top four. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I, I just feel a bit like, oh, I don't know. I just, I just want better for our sort of uh, trans queens and our AFAB queens. Maybe. To be fair, Victoria, I think it was a clever move to just go to verse the world, uh, kind of yeah. diverse the world, because I don't think she would have got away with doing Victor on a RuPaul season. Well, True. I think on a on like the Canada season, she she got like the obviously it's, it was a lot more free, and then that's when she could actually introduce the drag king persona, which I think is really important to start getting in there. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I don't think Rue's quite ready for that. He needs to pop off uh, before <laughs> we start getting kings on drag race. I think, uh, but yeah, with with, uh, with Caramel, I think we're going to get a good season. I mean, maybe we'll get a see a lip sync at a top two. You know, sometimes we do a top two. Perhaps that's when we could see Cara perform. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see her take on Alexis. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. That would be. Like, these sisters as well. Like, like literally, like, London sisters, like, know each other. That's it. That's yeah. almost like, definitely. Production are definitely going to fit that in somewhere, surely. It, it, that definitely Riddle probably will be a narrative, like, but... Well, but, I'm I'm up for that. To be fair, though, actually, as a segue, uh, talking about uh, Victoria Scone, Dee Licious, the next queen we've got to talk about, their look is giving me those vibes. Like the, the so, big hair, the wonderful... Their look and their makeup and their tits just make me think of British Theresa. <laughs> oh, I... I, I can't unsee it. Like, <laughs> if, if I had a picture of her and Theresa next to each other, I'd be like, oh, drag daughters. Um, <laughs> well, she is twenty, but, so it could happen. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's the other thing. I think they're the youngest in the competition, Dee Delicious. Mm. Yeah, she is. I think her makeup is my favorite as well. Um, I mean, it's it's possibly a tie because Caramel's makeup was gorgeous, but I really, really like the way that Dee Dee has done her face, and I am obsessed with the whole ensemble. Those tits, if they were smaller, would really make the outfit look less fabulous i feel like it's a big breasted outfit and she knew what she was doing mm. i i'm so i'm really excited for d delicious I, I, I if, it, if at 20 she knows what she's doing 
Yeah. Imagine 25. I, yeah, I just, exactly. I think I have a thing for queens who dress older than they are. Like, you know, because this is very, you know, this look isn't a 20-year-old's look. This is very much a sort of a classical, very beautiful kind of thing. So I kind of like the idea that she's going to Gladys Duffy it up and, like, have a character and, a you know, a vibe that's older than she actually is. Because, I don't know, I associate that a lot with British drag. Uh, yeah, and reading the article, I think the boobs are going to become a thing. <laughs> I... I love that though. I I love a good boob queen. It's always like as long as it's not the the only thing about your personality. I just think it's quite fun. Mm. And I don't know. So, so she's the she's a drag sister of uh, season three winner Crystal Versace. Mm. But you get a totally different vibe. Like Crystal Versace seems to be the sort of poise perfection kind of sister, whereas Dee Dee is like, well, yeah, I can tell her looking at her tits out, but she's the party sister. And that, that excites me, because I love a good party sister. Well, I think she is poised, though, and well-painted, but then she's also got that yeah. camp classical yeah. element of, like, pant or drag. Exactly. It's, like, she's, embedded she's, in there. She's quite literally off at its. <laughs> I think no. I think she she's, like, a UK version of, like, a Vegas showgirl. Yeah. Like, if you were going to put yeah. UK in Vegas, that's what Dee Delicious's look gives me, and I'm fully here for it. It's my... Gonna be honest, it's my favourite look of the promo ones, which is a lot because Caramel is obviously fantastic, but this excites me in a slightly different way because it's camp as well. Yeah. So she, I, she took the win for me. I, I like this. This is one of the this is one one of my favourite looks as well, because I was I was pretty horrible when I was rating the looks and stuff. Uh but it's basically like this is this got a six out of ten for me, which is pretty good, you know, I think, because I'm I'm a horrible critic. <laughs> The only person who got higher than a seven was bloody Alexis St. Pete with an eight. That's how nasty I've been. Oh. So next on the list is the wonderful, well, County Durham queen, Ginger Johnson. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I've loved no, watching I, that. I, I, think that I think the thing is, with Ginger Johnson, it's the fact that they have performed in the scene. People have reached out to me and said that they remember working with Ginger Johnson in the Northeast and in Newcastle and stuff like that. So it's like, it's very much we know that they have been a presence in County Durham, which is great. Yeah. It was just wasn't apparently it, 14 it years ago. <laughs> but well, it, it was before she was Ginger Johnson, no, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't I was going to say, what's that for? I'm sure she says in the promo. No, um, she said she was Safonda Cox in the oh, promo. Hmm. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm yeah. pretty sure I genuinely knew her when she was Safonda Cox because I remember that name. I mean, it's it might be because it's a fairly generic drag, la- drag name. I don't think there's only one Safonda Cox in the UK. Shout but, out to Fonda Cox, the Newcastle-based queen. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> so there's there's <laughs> there's more than one. But obviously, this was quite a number of years ago, and that's when I first went on the scene, hmm. and it was you know local, and I'm pretty sure. That I will have seen Ginger when I was younger before they became Ginger. So mm. my my heart goes out of Ginger. I'm very uh, very here for Ginger. Also, she is literally Ginger, and you know what I'm like, guys. I'm a sucker for Gingers. So yeah. I'm straight see. I'm I'm against the name change. Like I think Safonda Cox would have been funnier. But also, I don't like. It's kind of like I I was watching Danny Beard's um, clips of their podcast um, Gossip Gears the other mm. day. And like Danny was made a really good point, and she was like, you know, there's like a billion pseudocrams in this country, 
but what you need to do is be the best pseudocrem on there and get your name on the TV as the best of the five pseudocrems that there is or whatever. Yeah. And everyone else changed their name, not you. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to make it so like that is your name. You are established as that person and everyone else will have to now change. Mm. And I quite like that. Yeah. That was like pure light bulb moment. Like when I watched that, I thought, actually, that is true. That Um, is like the biggest cunty move, and I love it. (laughs) Yeah. But that's it. But then again, though, Ginger Johnson, it's a, you know, wow, what a stage based name. You can tell that she's like a theater queen. It's, but it, it, I, I'm I'm really excited for this. Like I will I, I will admit this is my least favorite of all of the the looks because this feels yeah, this it's not even the same color fabric between the the trousers and the top and just uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not keen on it. It I think it's a really good what they got the the challenge where it looks like a quality yeah. street, it looks like the big purple one. But I just I it, I hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Also, it looks theater esque. Yeah, yeah, I think like, that's the thing. It, it very much represents them. If you've got the picture up on your phone, if you put your fingers over the bottom half of the outfit, the yeah. top half of the outfit, the hair and the makeup actually looks really good. Yeah. I think the problem with the outfit is just that the pants are a bit out of place. Yeah. And the shoes. And I don't the, know why the shoes are that colour. The shoes don't but tie I in think, with anything. Yeah. I would have definitely put a white belt in there to kind of go, hey, look, white's a thing. But the pants need a match. And I don't know. A bit more white. white. If you have the white belt, it might make the unmatching pants work a bit better, actually, because you've got a split. Yeah. Like, that is just the fabric. Actually, but, that, that's why I get annoyed, because with all fair, the other looks, I'm actually, like, you do well at what you're trying to do. I can't really recommend anything, because I don't really know better. And the fact that someone as shit for looks as me, except when someone else is designing them, uh, Thanks, can think of improvements. Thank you very much, Opium. You are uh, you are my saviour. <laughs> Chris Neary. Hang on. So I have just zoomed in on the shoes, and the shoes are actually silver and sequiny. And I think it's okay. an attempt to tie it in with the buttons. But still, yes. I think maybe if there was like ruffles of silver around the cuffs of the top and around the uh, roughly bits on the top, like or even the silver pants. embedded. Something like yeah. Because I, I honestly, if I if I cover up the bottom half of the outfit, I think I think she looks fucking brilliant. The mm. hair. The way the hairstyle, yeah. gorgeous. The makeup on point. The the top half of the outfit fully looks like a purple one. Like if, yeah. if I didn't see the bottom half, top marks, I think if it's... if the top half of the outfit went down into a flared skirt or went down into oh, something, yes. you know, like a big sort of thing, that would be absolutely amazing. Keep it like as a just one big long dress. One piece, but it doesn't, yeah. you know. <laughs> but um, so I think said, to summarize, yeah. Ginger Johnson. We're gonna see it strong top but sloppy bottom. <laughs> that sounds like Cody wow. Durham. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm worried. I I will actually say I'm worried for Ginger Johnson because obviously, like we know that the they're a theatre queen. I need more evidence that they're a looks queen, and Drag Race is very much look based. It's the idea of uh, there's a lot of people in this competition who are basically throwing money at a designer and saying, "Hey, make me something nice." If that's what's happened here. I don't know whether you can get refunds once the fabric's bought, but you know, um, but it's I, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried that this is someone who might be going home week one or week two, even though they would be amazing in the challenges 
if they could get to them, you know? I think I think I'm getting a Jinx Monsoon vibe of Really? There's there's a certain level of enjoyment and talent that you can bring to the challenges whereby as long as you don't look literally garbage on the runway, you can still do well. Like that's my feeling for Ginger. I could be wrong, I could be proved wrong, we could be missing her in week one and then I might cry. But I Yeah. I don't know. It I think even though the bottom half of the look, as we've said, sloppy bottom, <laughs> top half gives polish. So if you know, if at least half of the looks polish, I expect that on the actual show we might. Because bear in mind, they were told to look like a fucking sweet rapper. <laughs> so let's not be too harsh on judging these first looks because the looks on the season, if they're not better than the promo looks, I'd be quite surprised. Well, just Maybe imagine. Not all of them. Imagine though if they literally just did the uh, the the paper bag like look where oh, they just God. glued sweet wrappers to a plain Not body. Imagine look, Lalari has redeemed herself. We do not do not need to bring up the bag look anymore. It was the worst in Drag Race history. No, Other no, 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 no. Okay. Candy Muse's alien outfit exists. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's literally what I was. That was the worst, and then the bag look. Um, it was a close second, oh. but never forgive. So, continuing the look of the pantsuit, I guess, next on the list. I've got to say, I think this is my favourite name. Mm. Yeah, actually, they are. It's, it's my favourite name, but I'm not sure what, how I feel about the person. Uh, but yeah, Kate Butch. I see. 26, I mean, Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Um, I'm, I'm going to start with this one because it's like, this is the one I'm the most excited about because I've like been in like a it was like an internet show with Kate Butch and it was you know because we, we did these amateur kind of I can't say that but you know we did these shows online during the pandemic and stuff where basically you know everyone watched them it was great you know where we got loads of queens and kings from up and down the country and basically did sort of yeah compilation cabaret shows and stuff and one of the ones I was on like had Kate Butch and it was like whoa you're really good like I need to keep a lookout for you so i followed them for like you know since the pandemic now uh, and i'm really excited and the weird thing is that i saw this look and i was like oh i don't like it you know it's like oh i, I think it's a bit weird but the more i look at it the more i'm like oh it's i i do actually like it and it's a bit weird like I, it's really growing on me because it's like 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 we're saying about ginger johnson it it all kind of ties in where it's the idea of it's it's weird in places, but then it kind of works. Like it's got half a skirt, it's got half a sleeve, it's got like you know a little I don't know drapey shoulder bit. Opium's going to kill me for not knowing what that is. Or it's a massive sleeve. Uh, I I actually like it. I and I'm really excited for her because I think she's very funny. She's very theatrical. I'm I'm excited, and obviously another non-binary queen. I I'm similar to you because that show that you mentioned, I remember watching that, and you know there was quite a few performers in that show, so obviously it's hard to be a standout. Yeah, you know, specifically memorable when there's a good cast list. But here it was, and I've I'm like you, I followed Kate Butch for a good number of years. The obviously, outfit... Kate Bush, Kate Kate Bush references are always welcome. Oh yeah, they're welcome in this household. I. I have mixed feelings on the outfit, if I'm honest. I do like that the colours tie in. I will give I will give Kate that without a doubt. But I, I I'm not a massive pants fan, so this was never gonna be <laughs> Are you wearing pants now? No. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not, not at the time of di- we're recording on a Sunday morning, so no, I'm not fully dressed. Why would I be? <laughs> um but 
with that said, I do prefer my lovely little lilac shorts that I'm wearing over Kim Butch's pants. Um, but personality, absolutely brilliant. I have high expectations, definitely in comedy challenges. Um, and I think that involves using her personality. I just hope that the looks can sort of be better than the promo one. Mm. I just... I think the look does suit the personality from what I've seen in Meet the Queens. Like, you know, they say, like, they're 26 acting 56 or whatever. Mm. And I do yeah. get that vibe. Um, I hope Kate Bush isn't the only layer to Kate Bush. Like, yeah, it's a fun reference, but, like, you know, it's a five-minute joke. Then move on and show us who Kate Butch is. And I want there to be layers. Like the outfit has got layers. I want their personality to have layers and not just be Kate Bush tied. Well, to be yeah, fair, to be fair, so. there's nothing about the look that says Kate Bush. It's more sort of uh, true. What is it, uh, Bonnie Tyler? <laughs> you know, it's a weird Bonnie it's Tyler. Actually, hair yeah, but, it's giving holding out for a hero. Yeah, that's exactly what it's giving me. It's but yeah, I'm I'm excited for Kate Bush. I I'm actually hoping that I get them this season. To be fair, I I'm hoping that I get them when we. Oh well, we'll get to it later, won't we? <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would be quite happy. I, I don't think anyone would be mad at getting Kate Butch in the little uh, drag sweepstakes that mm. will end up doing inevitably. But yeah, who's next on the list, dear Glenn? Well, controversial but exciting. So I've seen this person like grow as a queen, as a king. Well, start off as a king, and then they became a queen, um, all the way in Grand Can. So it's our very own northeast-born person, Mister Michael Maroney. Um, so pronouns he, him out of drag and she, her in drag now. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see the holiday campness of a show enter a platform of RuPaul's stage. And I hope there is a big difference. Yeah, I'm yeah, I, it, it, I'm kind of because the Grand Can drag is so different to what we usually get on Drag Race, because it's very, if I'm perfectly honest, it's very lewd, it's very sort of theatrical. But, you know, I'm just fully expecting their sort of first, (laughs) you know, whenever I think of Grand Can Queens, I just expect that they're going to come into the workroom immediately like Scarlet Harlot doing Sunderland Pride, just immediately (laughs) saying something they totally shouldn't. And he'd be like, oh, okay, cool. You're not in Grand Can anymore. Like, it's not. It's not all tits. Uh, they, tits I, I think I think she'll surprise us and mm. be completely different because Grand Can in uh, Winter Pride, like the stage performances are very like polished, high end, a bit like you kind of probably like me, like you know, working towards your whole uh, RuPaul Drag Race tour sort of level because they get like a big stage put in the middle of the um, Yumbo Center. Yeah. And then they do have all the special lights and the coordination. So I'm whole, I think I think it'll be that full time from Michael. What show did I, I see when Michael... I was in Grand Can then? So <laughs> no, like your Ricky's your Ricky's bar shows are very like lewd over the top campness. Mm. Um with like, you know, that is that's Ricky's bar, but when they do the actual Grand Can Pride, yeah, it's a different level. I, I think it's more it... concert. I think it's the idea of obviously I'm I'm casting shade and saying oh well you know they haven't been in Newcastle for years but they've been doing drag for years now like what is it like what the article says 22 15. when they started drag you're like 
that's incredible. Yeah. Like, that's like 17 years? Yeah, 17 years. Yeah. And it's also the fact of, you know, they will have picked up so many tricks in this time. I'm expecting, I'm expecting top four for this, if I'm perfectly honest. And also, I want them to be, to do well because they're 39 and we need more older queen representation. I'll be very disappointed if they bomb out, you know? <laughs> You've also got somebody who's 22 in the start of drag, but also some of the queens that are in Grand Can are actually older than 39. Yeah. Like, I know one of them recently had a um, 50th birthday show that they did. Um, so it's also going to be seeing what tricks they've picked up from older, much older queens. Yeah. I, I love the idea that they've probably sent her over, being like, oh, she's the twink of the group. <laughs> My God. Not the 39-year-old twink. I actually think we're going to get some of the Geordie side of Michael is, yes, they've lived and worked in Grand Canada for a long time, but they are still a Geordie at heart. So I think coming mm. back to the UK's drag scene, we might get that blend of sort of, here's the drag that sort of I started out with, and, you know, that is my like home-from-home home personality, mm. combined with what I've learned in Grand Can. With that said, this promo look, the theme was Quality Street, and Michael went Medusa. Now I love the headpiece, mm. and that's it. I this this. It's yeah, not for me. I, I think um, I think you're right. It's if if we're going to criticize other people by not reading the spec, we need to criticize this. Where I'm like, what sweet are you meant to be? And don't just say the green one because it's yeah. a. I don't know. Like it's it's. Do we praise people for sort of going? Oh well, it's kind of quality street colors, but I've taken my own massive spin on it. Or do you just go? No, this was the brief. Like yeah, it's yeah. I like it, but it feels like they just picked something out of their wardrobe that they already had and. I don't know. I like I like the boots. I like I do like the outfit. Um, it's um I think it's the snakiness on it that gets on my wick a little bit. Like the earrings are camp and fun, but the yeah. arm things look like old ladies' fingers are hanging off. They, or they look and like fingers. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I don't get. I think if you remove those, I would be more inclined to enjoy it a bit more. Is that I like what yeah. Hold on, is that I what like a little like chandelier in... crotch? Oh, sorry. I'll let you like, say. No. I was going to say, I like, I, like yeah. the chandelier, I like the chandelier crotch, Brit. I like, because yeah. that's a bit Grand Can. Mm. Like, you, there's elements of Grand Can in this combined with UK drag, but the little dangly fingers just, even if you're going for the snake outfit, I don't really get what they are. I, I think I think this might be a Grand Canary reference, because I think what happens is if you touch the queens in Grand Can, they take your fingers off. So all of the queens just have this like collection of like fingers that they use for necklaces and like so, and whatnot. When you zoom in, they're actually Diamante snakes. Um, <laughs> but again, like, I don't it, know, it just it doesn't... Breed. Has anyone ever got a snake in a box of Quality Street? Like, you know, you open it's it up, as... you're going in for the big purple one, and there's just a lizard in there. Well, just a snake in there. <laughs> I just think that sort of thing doesn't work on the arms because they've got to be big and exaggerated to stand out. Mm. And I think yeah. even if it was like kind of like the earrings, like a giant snake around their arm, around the forearm, that yeah, would that work. Would be... That would be camp. That yeah. would, you know, and you'd be able to tell what it is. But with this, yeah. like I said, I've got to zoom in and have a look and think, why have you got your nana's fingers hanging off? Oh wait, they're not. <laughs> like if this was if this was a if this was a snake look and you took off the dangly bits, I would probably be really into it. But yeah. The fact is it doesn't fit in the promo lineup. And I don't mm. like the dangly fingers. Mm. Like, I like the colour and I like 
I like the color and the crotch, and I think this look in a different theme. Yeah. Like if there yeah. was like a myths, myths and legends theme, bang, yeah, killed yeah. it. I'd love. I'd also love to watch him perform in this outfit because mm. it's definitely a performance outfit. Those dangly fingers would be swirling everywhere, you know. Yeah. But I think I, I'm I'm excited to see more of Michael because we know for a fine fact that like, we're going to get more than this sort of mismatched look, without a doubt. Yeah. So, continuing the green theme, we have Miss Naomi Carter. Wait, from Doncaster, no less. That I is that the is that yeah, the highest 23. up UK we've got? <laughs> <laughs> no, Newcastle's above Doncaster. Get yourself a map pet. <laughs> Frickin' hell! See, I, I'm not giving is, up this on it. <laughs> this is my preferred green outfit because. It is a little. It's a little bit more streamlined. I mean, the let's be honest, the bodysuit fits amazing. I always got a cracking body. It's the wig and the jacket for me. Uh, the, I love the wig. It, Absolutely love mm. the wig. So I love the jacket. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be brutal with this. I. I kind of hate it. Like I. I love it, but it, it's. What is it? Like I just. Yeah. I. Uh, you know, the other one we can be like, oh, it's a snake Medusa outfit. I what is the this this gives me like Final Fantasy vibes. This gives me Final Fantasy ten vibes where or like she looks like a summon from one of the Final Fantasy games. And I'm here for this, but I have no idea why that is quality street. And what are what Wait, are the things said... on the head? Are they little mice? Are they little chocolate mice or something no, on the head? No, like it's um coffee it's beans like or red. Yeah, I think it's coffee beans because they do have Nigerian roots, I believe. Yeah. So I think it is a clap back to their like African roots sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it is like dreadlocks made into the shape. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm living for it. I like it. I think. Yeah. If you I, I, if you, like if you said green if you say green triangle and you look at especially with the pose green triangle bit of other color. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I, you know it's it's giving me quality street. Like yeah, fairy history, admittedly, might be a bit baldy, but like I, the looks good. I think I like everything about her, but and I like you know her statement and I like what she's saying and stuff, and I'm excited to see her. But it's just, yeah, I don't know if I criticize the other looks, I've got to criticize this one where I'm just like, what oh, yeah. is going on? <laughs> you know? I'd get rid of that. Actually, the only thing I'd get rid of is the brown bits on the earrings. Well, sorry, around the neck and on the ends of the arms and around the hip. And I think I would have had that as more of a metallic-y green, maybe. Are they like caramel? Like, does the does the if they're the, meant to be the big green one or the the green triangle, does that have caramel inside? And is that what the brown mm, yeah. representing? It, no, it's got crunchy bits inside. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I'm like, I, a, I don't. Yeah, it's a weird one. I think like Glenn's right. I probably would have put more green in. There's a lot going See, I, on. I I, I like really enjoy. <laughs> it's the body the bodysuit going directly into the shoe. That mm. I really enjoy because mm. it works, and yeah. there's a two tone green at the bottom. I think it's done quite well. It's an amazing um, look. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for for personality as well, though, from Naomi because Naomi isn't just a twirling queen. There is comedy elements and stuff in there, so I think maybe Naomi is one of the more challenge diverse cast members mm. potentially. Like they, I think they she's can... gonna be like a sneaky upper. Like the yeah, the jumpers of the season, <laughs> you love a sneaky. I, I think she'll be like the jumpers of the season, like just the hidden assassin. Yeah. Mm. I, oh god, I, I really hope that she does well in like like the roast that no one saw coming with jumpers. I can I can see that for Naomi. I think 
they, I think the girls might underestimate a little bit because even though she's not a small name, she's maybe not the biggest name in the cast, but I think she's going to come out swinging. I'm quite excited for Naomi. Also, she's an absolute babe. Um, so next on the list, I think this is probably the most sweetie look out of the cast. Mm. Uh, Tamara Thomas, 25 and Hartlepool. <laughs> Velvet, do you want to get your rant out? Uh, apparently she started drag after she'd gone to London. Uh, and she, she, has, she has performed up here, though, because she came up with... Um, who was it? She came up for one of the... Uh, yeah, viewing parties ages ago, because she's friends with... Who is she friends with? Um, don't know. You're the one who knows everyone in Hartlepool. I know it's really difficult. There's, well, she's never performed in Hartlepool. Three people in Hartlepool, yeah, but she, yeah, I don't think she's ever performed in Hartlepool. Hard. But she has performed in Newcastle and stuff. But it's yeah, it's very much one of these like they are a London queen. So let's do that. But I will say though, I I love this look. Like Stu, you were you were saying you weren't feeling it before we started, but it's like. I absolutely love this look. I mean, the resting bitch face, I'm not really that keen on, but it's the fact of, wow, someone got the brief and someone like knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. Yeah, I for the brief, I absolutely think it's been nailed, like without a doubt. Mm. Can't argue that. I do love the headpiece. Yeah, that's it's quite. I quite like that. I think so. The thing that throws me off, it overall, I don't hate the look. It's you see the back bit where it actually really does look like foil. As mm-hmm. a look for a sweetie rapper, yes. If this look was for anything other than the theme, it's wrinkly and crinkly, and I don't really like the shoes. Mm. But at the waist, that I, I do, I do like the silhouette. It's a good silhouette, and you've fucking nailed the brief. I, I just don't think like the wasn't... color of the ball. Mm. Mm. I mean, it, it gives it gives tacky sweet rapper to me, so I think it works. Yeah, but I think again. It gives me sweet wrapper, or you know those bizarre things you get in pound shops where it's just got loads of random toys in for kids and it's like a surprise yeah. pack or something. It makes me think of them. You know, it's like a quid and you just get <laughs> loads of like a plastic dinosaur and like, you know, a sort of like a, a balloon a or something in it. And yeah. Yeah, that's, so it's yeah. either a really classy sweet wrapper or a really tacky sort of like... An entertainment I... pack for children. I think, though, this is a very good sign for tomorrow because if she knows how to hit a brief white this spot on, yeah. I think she's going to do really well. Bear like, in I mind, though, that, that the star, they, the queens don't often make their outfits. So, you know, it doesn't. It, it's well, no indication on her because she might have just gone to a designer and said, oh, make me a quality street outfit. I've got to do the pink one. You know, and then even, it could have been up to the designer to make it that good. If though she's got a connection with a good enough designer who does hit briefs, mm. again, that's all you need. If the brief's been hit, that's yeah. that. I've got good expectations of tomorrow because I think, despite me slightly reading the uh, the outfit, I actually don't hate hate it. I just think if it wasn't this quality street brief, yeah, it's not the best of tomorrow's work. I think if I they were, if they were doing a brunch and they were right next to yeah. you as you're moving around and you could hear the crinkling, it would be annoying. But when we're seeing yeah. it on the runway, we're going to be like, oh, amazing, because you're not going to be able to hear any of that. <laughs> yeah, I get a villain vibe from them. Oh, yeah. And he is, I'm calling it out. Like, I think they're going to be yeah. the villain of the season quite easily. I, um, I, I'm going to be horrible. I think they feel very much like young privilege and it feels very much yeah. like they're going to be a brat. They're going to be that. I don't actually expect them to last very long. And I'm hoping I'm wrong about that. But I kind of feel like 
I don't know. It's, you know, like, even when they're talking about sort of like, oh, I've been a fan of the show for ages. I'm like, that. it doesn't usually end well when someone's like a fanboy coming on the show. You know, it's usually like, hey, they, I like drag because I like drag rather than, oh, I, I just got into drag because I wanted to be on Drag Race. You know, which is kind of how it comes across. I think they're going to be that person where I think they'll get to like top five and everyone's like, please get rid of them. Please get rid of them. <laughs> I say I, I was seeing I was seeing like strong villain edit like not like mm. mid mid rounds like oh yeah they were a villain for the first half and then we couldn't really keep them any longer. I actually think Tamara might have the villain persona on the show, but the actual skill to match it. I don't know. There's just something about it. Kind like, of like oh, kind of like right. I'm gonna eat these words afterwards because I do like this queen, but kind of like a horror like in the first oh, yeah, half yeah. of season yeah. two. Like yeah, that's. That's it. Like, but is yeah. she gonna get? Is she? Isn't? Wasn't there a break in that and a pandemic? Yeah. Then yeah. a horror kind of took the time and grew up a little bit. And when yeah. she came back, she was actually lovely and fab and amazing. Mm-hmm. And then even like now, like well, we've met a horror a few times. Um, mm-hmm. like at DragCon, like really nice person. Yeah. But that initial entrance on the show, I think if a horror didn't have that break, I think yeah, she would have been villain edit all the way through. But. Yeah, we need, to, we need a villain edit though. We like mm. it, a show is much more entertaining. This is reality TV. This is what we remember. These girls aren't actually that much of a villain in real life. They're going on a t- well, they might be, but they're going on a TV show. If you can I'll... play a good villain that people still root for, that's yeah, great. Like I, I, I feel that from tomorrow. That I'm gonna go with villain edit, quite skilled, probably in the bottom at some point. Like because I, I think we the. Uh, Pretty much everyone on the season is probably going to go to the bottom at least once, aren't they? Hopefully, because we want to see them lip sync. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I think she'll do well on runways. I, I just I just see it, even though it's, again slightly slitted the uh, initial look. I actually think she's got the sort of model vibe. I think she's going to really enjoy the runway. But, uh, if we'll someone can do a villain edit like the Vixen or Willem, he, oh, I'll gosh. accept them. Yeah, <laughs> but... it has to be good. But that is a hard. That's hard to get. If someone comes on as the villain edit, like um, Silky sees, like Silky's first season, oh, freaking hate them. <laughs> Candy first season, hate them. Nope. Candy coming back, still hate them. <laughs> yeah, but, it's like a <laughs> bad example right there. Like if they do that villain edit, nah. If they can do a villain edit that's funny, like the Vixen and um, Willem, especially yeah. Willem, then yeah. She can steer. <laughs> I'll allow her. I would like her to steer. <laughs> I'm I'm very intrigued and I'm looking forward to seeing mm. what she does. Like I, I want to be proven wrong. This is, this mm. is my queen yeah. where I want to be proven wrong about my sort of uh, expectations. And then we've got last but not least. Now I think this queen's actually my favourite. Um, is going to be my favourite in the competition. Just like their full personalities that were taught, and I was like, yes. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to interview them at DragCon. <laughs> um, but yeah, Vic, uh, Vicky Vivacious from um, Cornwall. Yeah. Absolutely I, love. She's I, our first pasty, isn't she? We've never had somebody that south. I think she is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she's south of the south. Like, yeah. South. We, Very south. I mean, it's like Cornwall is one of my favourite places in England. It is such an absolutely amazing place. It's just very difficult to get to when you live up north. But I'm I'm so excited for this. Like, it's one of these things where, like, the look is... 
the look doesn't give me quality street but i love everything about it and so it's kind yeah. of that like okay it's the right color and it looks fabulous i have no idea what chocolate you're meant to be but i'll forgive you more than i will michael or yeah yeah um it is camp classic yeah drag. It, it, it's it's off brief like i can't I, I can't sit here and say she looks like a quality street but it's it's like probably my second or third favorite look of all the promos yeah she's stunning looks like a muppet and that's why i love yeah. it i i, I like, also love the idea of this is the easiest outfit to trip yourself up in like you know from someone who yeah. wears outfits with trains it's like how will you walk in this at all <laughs> you know it's it's exciting. And it's very classic British drag. Like, if anybody wanted to show a picture of a British drag queen, that is it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think she like, could I'm do with eating a few more pasties and then she'd definitely <laughs> be British drag. Because like I think also plump is British drag. Yeah. But that is a British look. That's a UK look. Those are, those are definitely not chicken feathers. You can see they're the expensive feathers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I love love Vicky. I think out of all of the Meet the Queens promos, Vicky's was my favourite as well. Mm. it's just a good vibe like vicky's the kind of person that you want to go to brunch with like and i'm <laughs> I'm here for gals i want to go to brunch with like if, if, you know vicky if you're listening brunch gal sometime girl and vicky does brunch we're here for it mm. i i yeah I, I don't have anything i can say other than i'm very excited for vicky i mean i don't think there's a challenge she'll be that bad at yeah, I, I'd be very, very surprised if Vicky doesn't do well. Like it's, I mean, the when the only thing I can criticise is that yet again they're from Cornwall, but they work in London and have worked in London for a very long time. It's the idea of aside from that little niggle that I have with everyone, it's they just seem like a powerhouse, and you know their personality just shines through. And even on like the girl website where we wrote the article, it's like the what's it like you know it's i've been doing drag for 15 years i know that's crazy because i'm only 18 it's like these are the little jokes that i i appreciate and then it's like i can whip out crowd and i can also eat a pasty in less than five seconds now we're thinking of northern greg's pasties here she's talking about a bloody cornish pasty like you cannot eat that in five seconds you know like that is unless you can unhinge your jaw like a snake and by the look of the picture i think she can <laughs> I hope so. I love that. I love those lips. Those are UK drag lips as well. Like yeah. the way that she's done the lip liner and she's made them really like that is. I I think this is British drag. Like yeah. Vicky is fully fully like representing like whether I'd, or not she's representing Cornwall. Huh. Uh, but there's no drag in Cornwall, so you know. Yeah, I'd definitely pay like. 30 or 40 quid a ticket just to see her live and that's her meet and greet because I think she can work a crowd mm, quite yeah, easily yeah. Um, and just yeah like actually I'm just having a reread of now of the um, what Velvet was saying about the whole 15 years and I know that's crazy come on here but even the rest of it's quite funny like you know I moved from Cornwall to London to go to drama school and this is what happens when you get government funding scholarship yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh See, and, and oh, yeah. you know, on, under the Tories, no one's got government funding. So, <laughs> not even the government. Well, except for their pockets. But uh, moving on, uh, no, I'm really excited for Vicky Vivacious. I would very much be 
you know, they're very much one of the ones that I would like to get in the sweepstakes as whatever we call them. But uh, one thing before we move on, though, one thing that I want to mention is that some of the amazing guest judges that we have this season, because can we just say oh, yeah. we get Carol Vorderman and we get uh, Sophie Ellis-Bexter. I'm so That's, excited for these because Carol Vorderman... Carol Vorderman has been part of my life since I was a child in terms of like on countdown and all the various things and stuff like, but it's the idea that she's been so outspoken politically lately and I'm so here for it. She is literally like, you know, she is, uh, you know, leaning on left wing, which is what we need in this country, if I'm perfectly honest. And she's not afraid to say it. And she, it's wonderful seeing her just hold people to account. And you're like, yes, that's what we need. People with a platform who aren't scared to be like, this government is shit, you know? Yeah, I'm really excited for Carol Vaughan because, like, I have been watching her Twitter lately. And I'm like, I think it just makes sense for her to come onto the show now, mm. um, especially with the way she's been um, doing herself. I quite, I am excited for Joel. Is it Joel McDermott? Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite. Sorry, Joel Dobbit. Sorry, yeah. Oh, there's so many Joels. Anyway, they're both beautiful. This one is very beautiful. Um, I'm quite excited for him. And the only the only critique I've got is I think we're now at a point with the UK drag race where you could actually have past past get like past contestants on, mm-hmm. and it's a shame we haven't got any of them. Like I'd like I, to see I, the Vivian as a guest judge. Or probably bag- getting that. Like after this season, I think because mm. you know, let, let them get let them get the first five out of the way. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get you know. Yeah, we'll even bring somebody like Bianca Del Rio over. Oh, like, yes. like cause I think Bianca criticizing British drag would be amazing because <laughs> yeah. they're essentially American British drag. <laughs> she is. Yeah, yeah, she's perfect. I'm excited for Ashton B to be back as well. I I loved her. Like when she came and did the comedy challenge brilliant i think she's hilarious hmm. she is i'm excited for that that and uh sophia respects to i mean anyway shall we uh shall we start battling it out because i think there's at least one or two queens we all kind of want to have in our little drag sweepstakes <laughs> yeah I've, I've kind of given away the ones i want so it's like hopefully hopefully they're not going to predict uh <laughs> you know which ones we want but uh yeah so uh, so are we going to do this the same as last year, where we're going to get a celebrity uh, guest? To celebrity help us is a strong term for Gladys Duffy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I local think... celebrity. No, hang on, hang on. I just wrote their bloody uh, list of achievements for Snatch Talk for the episode I'm putting out next. Uh, well, before Drag Idol All Stars on the 24th, and. Yeah, their list of achievements is massive. And you're just like, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, you, you were a full-on celebrity, Gladys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely a northern celebrity, at least. I, I mean, I like, how can you not be, how can you have your own Edinburgh Fringe show and not be a celebrity, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I think we should continue that tradition, though. Um, but I, I do believe we should... Uh, just switch things up. Should we give someone else a ring this year? Yeah, okay. I feel like Velvet's recently worked with somebody who we could probably call a favor off now. Like, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't they owe you a favor? Oh, that bitch owes yeah. me a lot of favors. I have, I have someone very much in mind for this. So, okay, let's let's give them a call. Let's see what happens. Hello, Electra, Teresa, are you there? Hello. Hello. How are you? 
Oh, we'll just start off by saying I'm not an immigrant. I'm from Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the same thing. It's the same. <laughs> if you stay there, it's fine. But if you leave, <laughs> <laughs> also like when you move from Gosford to Sunderland. <laughs> I know I'm a traitor. I had to during the Great North Run. I had to describe myself as a traitor to people. <laughs> God, thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. Well, that's it. No, thank you so much for doing it. Because we, yeah, it, it's one of these things where we can't decide who should get who for the for this, and therefore uh, having a independent third party is always good. But uh, Stu and Glenn, are you ready to get some queens assigned? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can tell we're in a gay podcast now. The first jazz has been dropped. <laughs> That's it. And it was and it was Jim Bunny Glenn to do it. Typical. <laughs> Typical bottom behavior. Your voice sounds lovely for a podcast. Like yeah. it's very irritating in person, but it really works. <laughs> People have often Jesus said that I'm better if you can't see me, you know? Yeah, that's what Jesus said to me last night because I was talking about this podcast and she said. Thank God we're not on camera because the state of velvet. That's local. a lie. You know what? We're, oh my God! You know That's what? That's a lie. That's a lie. You know what we did last night? Oh my God! There was a badger. <gasps> there was a badger yeah. right outside the window, and in my garden, we had some leftover pizza. No, <laughs> you can't tell that story. We recorded. No. <laughs> Give some pizza to a butcher. I don't think that's. Oh, fine. that's okay. Yeah, that's lovely. But I accidentally I threw it. I threw him a, a full slice of pizza, and accidentally placed it right on top of his back. The butcher. <laughs> Teresa, I was like, I turned my back for two seconds. Teresa, never seen a butcher before, so she's got this slice of pizza. The dog, the butcher's loving a bit of Domino's, and she loves this. Slice of pizza, <laughs> misses the badger's little feeding point, and ends up on the badger's back. <laughs> I was like, Teresa, no! So the badger thought there was someone touching him, and was so scared, just looking around like, who's touching me? Who's, who's a hand in my back? The badger happily got the pizza slice off his back and enjoyed the pizza and lots of lots of carrots. We gave <laughs> yes, lots of carrots. <laughs> carrots are still in my garden, though. <laughs> Are they? What a silly. Anyway, he's got a taste for pizza food. now. <laughs> I just love that, Chazza, you're you're inventing new types of Pokemon. Because you can tell that that's going to be a Pokemon one day. Just a badger with a pizza slice on it. It's going to be a new, it's a variant form for for Sixagoon. That's what's going to happen. Anyway, I love it. Anyway, that's our little story. I think we can crack on with our job, which is ask you questions, right? We're going to be answering, we're going to making you a little drag queen quiz. And if you get it right... You get to pick a queen, and if you get it wrong, we assign you a queen. Is that correct? Yeah, no. that, that's the way we'd All like right. to do it. Good. First question. Let's ask to Thotters 2. Who mm -hmm. was the first queen to be told, Shantae, you stay? On UK? In Drag Race uh, history ever in general. Ooh. So season one, episode one of and the, those rose tinted days. <laughs> oh gosh! Thank you, back, Glenn. Back, Potter, back in the day. No, I, well, I know who That's went. Ten. I'm just trying to think who the fuck was. Uh... Yeah. Oh, was that was back when I had hair. Was it Akisha? Akisha? Akasha? Oh, you're reading it. Thing? You're reading it. You don't know how to pronounce it. You're a cheater. You're a cheater. <laughs> no, I just can't remember her name. 
Because <laughs> she went like, was it third? She went in the end. Oh yeah, you read the. I think she's got like the all Wikipedia <laughs> entry. Anyway, yes, it was Akasha. That's the one. A queen. Who you want? I would like Ginger Johnson. Oh, our Durham Queen. What a Next our question. Durham Queen. Next question is for Glenn. Glenn, <clears throat> who was the first queen to do a death drop? Oh, freaking hell. No, wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a queen name, like. Um, Please, well, to stay freaking hell. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Raja. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can tell that Glenn's not a cheater because not Googling. <laughs> no. Who the hell was that? Do you want the answer? Go on. Does someone want to take so, the I'll let you pick for me. Okay. It is. The answer was Shangela. Yeah. Oh, Shangela. wow. And, and Glenn, because I know you're not a cheater like Stu, Stu definitely Googled. Rude. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, I'm going to give you a queen. I'm going to give you Tamara Thomas. Oh my mm. gosh, I love her! <laughs> I love Tamara! The Hartlepool Queen. I love her, another Northeast. I love that. Okay, next question. It's for the Velvet Snatch. Are you ready, the Velvet Snatch? <laughs> I love it. You're just doing the full name for everything. Yes, I am ready, Chorizo May. There you go. In season five, Alaska entered the workroom with what on? Oh, I know the um, clothing. <laughs> Come on. Oh, what was she? Uh, oh, bollocks. I'm trying... I think oh, I actually yeah, know this there. one. Uh, I do know this one. Um, is it a... Oh, I think to re rephrase that question. Oh, I don't know. I genuinely what don't know. A, a hood? Pardon? A hood. Yeah, what did Alaska had on her head? Uh, yeah, a hood, a beehive, a monkey. No. Oh. A horse mask. Oh, yeah, and, and there was that too. Mm. <laughs> oh, velvet. For shit. Okay. <laughs> you know I'm shit. I knew that, but I, now everyone knows as well. Uh, who could I give you? I don't want to be mean. I want to give you queens I like. Well, that's just rude to the queens. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't want to give you a shit queen. I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> the translation was there. Um, okay. Gonna give, you know what? I'm going to give you our Newcastle queen, Michael Maruli. Ah, amazing. Brilliant. I, I actually really like their runway look there. You do not deserve her, but you're getting her. <laughs> oh, you're too nice. You're too nice. Our Newcastle Queen, there was someone on, on Instagram that's like, Michael Marulli is the second queen on Dracula's UK to have Spanish origins. <laughs> and it's like, uh, not quite, babe. Well, we're the opposite. I'm a Newcastle Queen who is from Spain, and she's a Newcastle Queen who lives in Spain. Yeah, it's like, it's like she works in Gran Canaria. That's not an origin. That's... Um, I, I went to see her in Gran Canaria a couple of months ago, and actually, she's really good. 
Mm. Really good. I enjoyed it, just so you all know. Great story, really. I've got my own question. Ooh. Who was Miss Congeniality? <laughs> Who was Miss Congeniality of our season? That's season three of UK Drag Race. Walter Stu, that's for oh, you. Oh yeah, that's for Stu. Sorry, babes. Stu, are you still oh, awake? Anubis. Sleeping bed? That was that was Anubis. Was that voted for by the queens as well? Wrong. There was not official miscongeniality in our season. It was a trick question. You You lose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Stu. Well, there was a bit. um, Yes. Who do you want to pick? Vicky Vivacious. Vivacious, Stu. I I think that's a perfect match. I love her. (laughs) Well, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I hope you haven't looked at the spoilers and know who does well. Because then, Stu, you are double cheating today. I, I think yeah, Stu knows real, everything. I, just really, I, I think. I, no, I really, I really like Vicky. She's my favorite of the promos. Stu's already spoiled stuff for me, so of course he has. No, I just put Ginger's, Ginger's from Hartlepool. Like, she literally is from half an hour away from me. I'm I, sticking with my Northern Queen. I thought Ginger was from Wait, Newcastle. No, he's from Durham. Yeah. Well, County Durham, yeah. Near her, well, well, no, near her. Well, she's she's enough. from County Durham, but she was made in London. <laughs> well, let's not get into this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm okay. holding my piece. Uh, okay, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn? Yes? Who was the, the runner-up? Ever. Sorry? Obviously. Who was the first runner-up on Drag Race history. Oh, Rob, was it Rebecca Glasscock? Oh, you almost no. got it! <laughs> Actually, Nina Flowers. Shit. Rebecca was third, though. I think I should half get that. Uh, no. No, but she's not the first runner-up, so we get to assign you a queen. How would half-getting it you... work, <laughs> Glenn? How well, was... she was the top three. She was definitely third. No, I mean, like, fact. how would you assign a queen? Like, would, if it was like only half. So, I get, I get the choosers queen, but then it gets robbed of him. Choose one. Okay. Yeah. Still wrong though. Okay. So, Banksy and Kate Butch. Which one do you want? Oh, Banksy. Glad you get Kate Butch. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When I find the question, who was the first contestant to win two maxi challenges? That's really oh. hard. Well, who's going to give? Wait a minute. Was it Nina Flowers? Another guess. <laughs> I'll give you another guess. It was on Gina. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm I guessed glad. that. I'm not glad. <laughs> Bel- Velvet, I'm going to give you another question <laughs> because my my sister here fucked it up. <laughs> he was the first contestant to win three. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first contestant to win three maxi challenges. <laughs> I want to say Angina again. <laughs> Is it Nina Flowers? It was- Wrong! No. One more guess. Yeah, Angina? Nope. Was <laughs> it Raja? You stupid bitch. I'm really no. bad. 
Like, Say another name. Another name. Well, Raja. <laughs> Ira Sanchez. Oh, bloody hell. Mm, doesn't count. Doesn't Velvet. count. I'm going to go drag queen. Mm. Velvet. You've got a choice between. No, you don't get don't a choice. Give her a choice. <laughs> you don't get a choice. Who's left? Okay. No, no, no. You get my sister, Alexis St. Pete. Yeah. We love her. My immigrant sister. I love that. Hey, you. thank you. You're very welcome. welcome. <laughs> okay. That's the next question. And it is first two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who was the first contestant to win four maxi challenges? <laughs> oh, are we running out of questions? Uh, oh Christ! Was that fuck <laughs> Sharon Needles? I'm... Yes. No, Sue, you're a fucking cheat. No, no. I, I am I am here as the host, but my drag race knowledge is absolutely terrible, where Stu and Glenn are obsessive fans and know way too much for a human being to know. No, Stu knows way too much for a human being. <laughs> he is like a Rolodex. Dude, that's why you drag. can't get out of bed, Stu, because you're weighed down by your drag race knowledge. It's in the wig. Where's my head? I thought it was depression. <laughs> and I hope. Depression and drag race knowledge. Not my CV. Oh, Queen, who do you want? Uh, I'll take D Delicious, please. Yes, you get D Delicious. Sorry, I thought that sounded really shady, but I was actually clearing my throat. We love the Delicious. <clears throat> so, obsessed with her. Next question is Glenn, who was the third contestant to go home on UK Drag Race ever? The third. Right, hang on. Get Google season... up. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the season one queens. Okay. Three. Mm. Say a contestant from season one. Uh... <laughs> Shit, me mind's gone blank. I'm trying to think of season one. I can only think of the Vivian and Gothy Kendall. <laughs> oh. It was neither of them. I know that. One won, one went home fast. Oh, oh I give up. <laughs> Just say Nina Flowers, that's what I do. It was Vinegar Strokes. Oh, Vinegar. <laughs> we had the first one out, Coffee. The second one was Scaredy Cat. And the Scary third Cat. one was Vinegar Strokes. Uh, so yeah, I remember now that you've told me. Is... <laughs> We get to assign you a queen, is that correct? Yeah, yes. Well, you get incredible queen, Naomi Carter. Ooh. Yes. Exciting. <laughs> to be fair, I love okay. I love her wig in the promo yeah. look. Same. Oh, oh my gosh. It, uh, no, her, she looks, and her smile is just... I love the jacket as well. Her smile is gorgeous. Okay. Velvet? <laughs> Hello. Are you ready for a question? Uh, I'm, I'm ready to not get a question right, if that's what you mean. Wow. On season two of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, we had two girl bands, the winner team and the loser team. Who was 
the name. What was the name of the loser team? I'm fucking lost in this question, babes. <laughs> okay. Oh, Sorry, wasn't it? What? So, on Drag Race UK Season 2, there were two girl bands. What was the name of the loser team composed with Joe Black, Tia Coffey, Ellie Diamond, and Sister Sister? It was Spice Girls related, wasn't it? it Sorry. Was... Wasn't I'm it? Not... I don't think so. Oh, my God. I'm not going to give you that one. I oh, don't know. Was it the was it the the Eurovision? No, it wasn't it? It was. was the, it was the Eurovision themed one. Yeah. Out of it all was the of UK Hun one. <clears throat> oh, UK Hun. Um, I... <laughs> okay. Um, I really don't know. Um, it, can I have a clue? <laughs> it's not the United Kingdoms. <laughs> it's not the United Kingdoms. Okay. Um, food related. Food related. Um. Oh. Uh, related. Nope. Nope. I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna say. Um. What is it? The. The the spicy McMuffin girls. Banana drama. Uh, oh, it, that um, wasn't even in my mind. Banana drama. <laughs> banana drama. Wow, I'm bad at this. <laughs> no, sorry. But I expected better. Okay, so what queens have left? Uh, you've got queens left, left. Car- Caramel and Banksy. Because Glenn wasn't allowed Banksy because he wanted Banksy. Okay, both of them are great. I'm going to give you, you know what, you're my friend. So I'm going to give you my favorite queen of this cast, just based on Meet the Queens and Look, which is Banksy. Way, thank you, thank you. The lovely sandworm. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because there's only one queen left. We need to ask a question for all of them. And whoever gets it first gets caramel. Stu, are you ready to get caramel? I would like caramel. (laughs) I love caramel. So this question is for whoever gets it, because each of you has three queens. Whoever gets it will get caramel as the fourth extra powerhouse queen. Let's start. Let's do it now. One, two, three. Action. Okay, final question. The answer, it's a number. After one of you answers the wrong answer, probably, I'll say higher or lower and go up to the next contestant. Then whoever gets the exact amount will win caramel. Are you ready? The exact amount. The exact amount. Not like closest to. (laughs) So get ready. We'll start with Stu, followed by Glenn, then Velvet. Is that correct? All good? Okay. How many queens total have been cast on RuPaul's Drag Race, counting every season, every franchise? Stu? Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) 250. Glenn? 300. <laughs> it's higher. I, no, I, I, I literally saw this figure the other day and it was something like, it was something like 1,500, including all the franchises. It was, it was way more than I thought it was. Lower. It's lower. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, uh, 360? 
Glenn. A thousand. Mm. Uh, Lower. Uh, <laughs> I love how I, I might get this one just by being like third. Um, I'm going to say 750. Lower. Oh. <laughs> Jill. Um, 700. Oh. What? Uh-oh. Maths. Stu, say your answer. We couldn't hear you. You said 700. Lower. Glenn. Hang on. I'm doing some non-cheat. I've got an Anitra top, and she was 201. That doesn't help me. (laughs) Is that just for US, though? Oh, shit. Right. um, Did you say lower for Stu? Yeah. Lower. Okay, six hundred and sixty-six. Ooh, lower, Glenn. No, uh, no velvet. Um, ooh, six hundred and forty. Lower. Ooh. Lower. Lower. We're never gonna get the specific yeah. number, guys. One hundred and fifty. You are. Hey. Five fifty. So win. Five fifty. Ooh, lower. lower. Come Ooh. on, Glennie. Uh, uh, 525. Higher. Oh, higher. 532. Higher. Higher. Stu, I'm getting wet. Come on, Stu. 536. Stu, you won. You won, yes. <laughs> Amazing. I will take my caramel. <laughs> yeah, you could celebrate a little bit. Jesus Christ, you could have gone, woohoo, at least. <laughs> I'm just more in shock that that's the amount of fucking queens that have been cast so far. Uh, you have a problem? No, it's good. I want more. <laughs> you are... I mean, we could you know trim a few. I was checking. There's, there's this big picture with all the queens' faces on. And how shocking it is that Electra and I are literally in the middle pretty much have been Oof. as many queens before us than there have been after us in these past two years. Like, the drag race phenomenon, crazy. it's exploding. Like, look, we're here. We're not even mm. right at the end. Anyway, you got it, which means you got caramel and you got uh, an advantage in this competition because you get an extra uh, contestant. Yay! Yeah, that's amazing. No, thank you. Thank well, you guys thank you. so much for doing this for us. <laughs> Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's been chaos. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful chaos. That's the best oh, way to describe you. it. No, thank you. Uh, well, oh. Best of luck with this little competition you're holding amongst yourselves. Yeah. Thank you. And hopefully we will see you soon at some viewing parties for Drag Race UK Season 5. <laughs> Well, I'll be there for sure. We'll see if uh, Electra will come and join me. What is this at Bobby's? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. That'd be lovely. But yeah, I will see you every Thursday at Bobby's with my sister, sister, sister Gladys Duffy. We'll be there hosting gorgeous viewing parties like the old times. Yeah, that's amazing. No, thank you so much, Electra Fence and Charitza May for doing this for us. Yep, uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thank Bye. you. Bye bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Amazing. Okay, that was amazing getting to chat to them after a lot of silly, which will probably get edited out, but a lot of silly little bits there. But no, I'm, yeah, this was like elect. This was like Electra losing her girl virginity. Like, like what? Teresa is. Teresa's girl or G, like she's an original, really. Well, that's the thing, but... yeah. We we got her on before she before she was famous when we were both in Drag Idol together. I think it was post. But she still had a full time job. <laughs> yeah, I think it was post. Yeah. She also she used to write for us as well. Teresa's tops. The articles are still on the girl website if you want some vintage <laughs> Teresa. Oh no, it's been it's been so good. Like with Teresa having a bit of time to actually sort of hang out and stuff. So it's been really it's been really good catching up with Chaza lately and doing the Great North Run together. As in not together, as in doing an event <laughs> for it. You know, we joked about it, but I was like, I I could probably do it in my heels. Chaza can't do it in hers. The only thing Chaza runs to is the bar. <laughs> <laughs> or from immigration. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that really tickled. There's a video, there's a video from the day that I put on my Instagram story, and I think I think maybe she shared it on hers, but there was a helicopter in the sky sort of filming the Great North Run and stuff, and I kept pointing to it and being like, Chaza, it's immigration, they found you. And she's like, no, I have my card. <laughs> yeah, she's on the microphone going, I have papers, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. All of the videos from that day are just phenomenal. It, it was so much fun. And then the rains came. But uh, yeah, check out my Instagram uh, story. I think I set up a collection called Great North Run. Uh, so check them out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So are we happy with the queens that we got? I'm not going to lie. That is a bit of a blur. And I can't remember. <laughs> it was just five got. minutes ago. Well, shall I go? Shall I go through a little summary so we all remember who exactly we've got? Okay. Yeah, well, I wrote so them I'm down, panicking. Glenn, as they were happening, so I know. Who yeah, I but got. I was busy panicking for every question and thinking, can I Google this fast enough? And the answer was <laughs> no, I couldn't. I actually got to the point. I got to question three, and I was tempted to cheat because I'm like, wow, I have been so busy lately, and I haven't prepared for this at all. I haven't refreshed any knowledge whatsoever. I'm on a podcast later today talking about the Buffy spin-off Angel, so. That's all I've been researching. I didn't think I was going to be getting asked questions about any season of Drag Race. <laughs> I thought it was funny. You could tell you could tell Electra has never met me before because she thought I had to Google the first question, and it was yeah. not. I just genuinely couldn't remember how to pronounce Acacia's name because the, she lip synced. She's got the she, she had the initially worst track record in Drag Race history because she went bottom bottom eliminate. So just putting it out there. <laughs> bottom bottom Google. eliminate sounds like your typical Friday. Exactly, it sounds brilliant, right? <laughs> um, but let's do a little summary. So, dearest Glenn, your three queens in alphabetical order are Kate Butch, Miss Naomi okay. Carter, uh, Tamara Torres. So those are your three. I actually, I'm, I'm I don't, I don't hear Butch. that. I, 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 well, when they said it, I was like, my heart sunk. I was like, oh, I want Kate Butch. I don't know if they're going to do very well, but I want them. But yeah, so yeah, actually, I don't hear that. I feel that's like a strong set. You've you've got quite a good mix actually. You've got like you've got some comedy in there. You've got some performance. You've got some fashion. I feel like you've got a a little pick, like a literal pick and mix, like mm. like the stars in the promos. Mm. Um, I myself have Miss Caramel, who I won with the bonus round. I'm very uh, delighted about that one. I have D Delicious, the tits of the season. 
I have Ginger Johnson, who if I didn't get, I think I would have quit. Uh, and I have Vicky Vivacious, who I am pleased to say I stole off both of you. Um, I, so I, yeah, I, I don't think I could be much happier. I, I think, wow, you have a wonderful slice of British drag. I think there, like, I, I'm very yeah, excited I, I, for. That's what I want in my back pocket. A nice slice of British drag. Uh, so that means... Who, who, won, who won last year? Did, did, did Glenn win last year? No. Um, shit. No. Okay, no, I, I, I have was, a feeling she might win again. Out. That was very last. Um, <laughs> no, I, I won, so I won points-wise. Yeah. But obviously, Velvet, you had Danny Beard. So you had the winner of so the season. Moral victory. I had... Yeah, you had the moral victory. I had the quite literal points based victory. So, <laughs> okay. um, and then Glenn, as usual, was the bottom. So uh, this year, Velvet, I feel have... safe. It is. It is. And this is why you take your supplements. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Velvet, you've got Alexis Saint Pete, you have Banksy, and you have Michael Moroli. So you have got. Uh, I don't think anyone's got a bad mix, to be honest. No. But it's quite hard to have a bad mix. The, the season's quite well balanced, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited. My, Michael Maroney, Mar- Maroli, it's like, you know, obviously, you know, they are from Newcastle. They ha- I know they have performed in Newcastle and whatnot, and they're very experienced, and I like that I've got the oldest queens, uh, what the oldest queen there, so I'm very excited for them to do well. Alexa St. Pete, I get a really good vibe for, and I like their energy, So and, and I think they're going to do well. And Banksy, I've got a representative of... You know, a trans, a trans icon, non-binary, and family gorgeous. I mean, I'm very happy with my yeah. three. It's not, it's not the ones I would have picked, but I would have had to have answered questions correctly <laughs> for that. <laughs> we all, we all do have someone who was born in the north as well. Oh, so, wow, yeah, mm-hmm. it worked out quite nice. And, and learn to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, someone who made the right decision. So. Yeah. Unlike to be fair, technically, technically, I did leave. I was just stupid enough to come back. <laughs> yeah, well, funny you'd stayed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, th- I think I think we're gonna. I, I reckon we're gonna have certainly at least for the first few episodes. It's going to be a tough battle when it comes to points. You know, I don't think anyone's going to be particularly behind until yeah. we get at least sort of mid-season when we've started to have a few drop-offs. So. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. No, I, I I think it's gonna be a great season. And you know, you know what is good though? It's the community, the sense of community spirit that we get from these, because it's the fact of there's gonna be viewing parties all over the UK and people are gonna get very excited and they're gonna be very involved in the whole thing. They're gonna get very invested in it. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited to be to be there. I'm probably gonna be going to the Bobby's ones with Cherita that she mentioned. Uh, well, I'm I'm actually there for what have they booked me for? Week two, week week two, I will be the special guest at um the viewing party in Bo- at Bobby's with Theresa May and Gladys Duffy. <laughs> so I'm very excited. I am going to feel very uh out of place against two of those amazing queens, but uh, it will be very funny. Like you know, being there with an audience commenting on the episode and also there might be a little technological surprise for everyone if you come along to bobby's so bring your mobile phone and your best judgment (laughs) oh i have i have to bring my judgment or leave my mobile (laughs) probably for the better (laughs) you you getting drunk on uh tinder (laughs) don't tell (laughs) you 
Hey. Oh Christ! You haven't been on Tinder for years, have you? No. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But yeah, no, no I'm it's... I'm very excited for season five. I think it's going to be good, and we we obviously will be attending at least a good chunk of the Drag Race UK viewing parties, and that is at Bobby's Newcastle, hosted by the fabulous Charitza Mayer and the absolutely phenomenal Gladys Duffy, with a different special guest, or maybe even guests, each week. I'm thrilled. Thrilled yeah. by that, especially Cheddar Gorgeous is returning, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream. Do you reckon, yeah. do you reckon the uh, meet and greet queue is going to be bigger or smaller than last time? It was pretty uh, damn big last time. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be bigger. You... I, I think legally they can only fit so many people into the bar, so <laughs> it'll be as big as it physically can be. That's the thing. I mean, the 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 best thing, the best way I can advertise the week where I'm the guest is at least there'll be breathing room for people, you know. Whereas when Cheddar Gorgeous is there, it's going to be like, come early, get a seat, you know. Oh, Velvet, stop talking. You self down you are a phenomenal queen <laughs> and you know everybody loves you and will be there to watch you well, so behave well, we were laugh- that's the I, amount of nice things i will say to you we, this century. we were laughing at the great north run because obviously i'm there with Charitza and loads of people were running up to me being like oh my god you're the velvet snatch were you at linda's fun and like i was like yes and they're like oh we saw you perform and and Charitza was just like wow how many people were there you know and they're just very very like not like shocked but just like oh i didn't expect so many people to just like totally recognize me and i'm just like it's weird <laughs> got a free biscuit out of it too which is good was it soggy it was a soggy biscuit no i'm the soggy biscuit <laughs> <laughs> oh that's horrible <laughs> but yeah okay i'm yeah let's wrap it up then so thank you dear listeners for tuning in is there anything that you'd like to promote thought us you uh yes I would like to just reiterate that we are going to be at the Bobby's viewing parties. Um, you can check out our website for loads of gossip on both drag and queer artists and lots of other stuff coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we will hopefully, well, we will be going to DragCon. Hopefully, though, we will be getting our press passes again this year in January. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my little bit of promotion. Um, be Queer, Stay Here is the new one. We're mm-hmm. moving away from Be Gay, Do Crime. I uh, Anything you'd like to you'd like to promote? Um, yeah, we recently actually got to chatting with friends of Dorothy on Instagram, um, who give some wonderful supplements for your sexual pleasures. Um, and actually, I've been trying the uh, bottom pills and the cum pills, and like the cum pills are meant to make you come more, and the bottom pills are essentially fiber pills that make it just easier to douche and keep everything clean. But yeah, um, absolutely fabulous stuff and crack and water bottles and yeah, brilliant company. I could not recommend them anymore. They're actually really reasonable priced as well. You can do monthly subscriptions. You can even combine packs to get discounts and do monthly subscriptions. So go and visit Friends of Dorothy. We'll put the link in the uh, in the Insta below. 
Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more on that coming soon because we all still, I have yet to try out the supplements that I've been given because I have been far too busy lately and there hasn't been any time for that sort of thing. <laughs> but there will be in the future. I might just take November off and just catch up, <laughs> which sounds horrible actually, but it might be a real thing. Uh, but yes, no, thank you so much. And for my and for myself, you can catch me at thevelvetsnatch.com. I still haven't updated it. I literally have three pages of notes of things that I need to put on my website that I've gotten up to this year. And it's getting very daunting now, but I need to update the website uh, and stuff. But you can catch me on Instagram where I've been more active than usual following being at... Mr. Gay Great Britain and Mr. Gay Europe finals at Annick Castle and throughout the week and also uh, performing at Lindisfarne Festival and also the Great North Run and yeah just lots of pictures on there uh, follow me on Instagram and yes but thank you dear listener for tuning in I hope you're excited for Drag Race UK season 5 let's see if what let's see uh, if our predictions come true and we will catch you in the next episode of Girl. How should we sign out this week then? Uh, let's all do a big woof. Okay, so one, yeah, two, three, woof. And then one woof, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, woof. Oh, 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 oh,